0: Start recording, and I'll just start singing, and you will delete this because I never want to sing on.
1: Podcast. Oh, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Way Too Seriously. The podcast where we talk about kids' movies and take them way too seriously. Uh-huh. I'm Paul Moffat. I'm Jan Moffat. And this week we watched and we'll be talking about the 1991 movie, Hook. Oh. So, Can you do a
0: little synopsis of it?
1: Sure. The premise of Hook is that Peter Pan has grown up, he has forgotten that he used to be Peter Pan, and his old nemesis Hook kidnaps his children to bring him back to neverland to force him into a war Uh, in the process of the movie he remembers that he was peter pan and remembers how to be a child at heart but still a responsible father um Um, that's basically the story of uh hook uh peter pan played by robin williams hook played by dustin hoffman We'll talk about some of the other people as we go forward, but yeah. that's the basic story. That's of, the basic story. I, of didn't,
0: I didn't look up. It was directed by Steven Spielberg.
1: So, let's start with highlights. What about this movie was really well done?
0: I think it's a good story. I think like the story of Peter Pan returning with his kids. You mean like is kind of is an interesting take on Peter Pan, and there's a reason why it's kind of become a classic. That it's related, it's kind of this relatable story to both parents and kids, and I mean Robin Williams does a great job. Dustin Hoffman does a great job. There's a lot of good acting in it, including the kids. The kid, there's a lot of child actors in this, and they are doing a good job. And I think that's on Steven Spielberg's. I think that's on Steven Spielberg's shoulders. Steven Spielberg has a lot of movies where he requires a lot of children, and he's. And uh, this is one of them.
1: <laughs> this is one of them where he does a good job. Please talk. You're not okay. talking. I'm not talking because I don't want to talk over you. Yeah. If I think about highlights, for me, the, there's lots of good things, but for me, the two big highlights of this movie are the music. I think mm. John Williams doing. Is this is John Williams. This is John oh, Williams. Of and this is one of his more overlooked, I think, when people are listing great John Williams scores, Hook usually isn't one that they think of. Mm-hmm. But when you watch Hook, like, this is a very skilled composer at work, and particularly the music for Hook. Um, and my other big highlight for this movie that is connected to Hook is, I think, Dustin Hoffman's performance. I think yes. Robin Williams does a very good job doing the Robin Williams thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's his best performance. I don't think it's in his top 10 best performances. And I don't think he's in my top 10 be- favorite performers. Oh, wow. Okay. But, which isn't to say like that I don't like Robin Williams. I like him but, I plenty. Mean,
0: you're saying not top ten with the like other ten characters in this movie?
1: <laughs> no, I mean it's not one of his he's not one of my top ten performers in the world.
0: Oh yes, of course. I'm yes, saying I if I think it. of
1: my favorite performers out there, Robin Williams isn't in my top ten. And when I think of my favorite Robin Williams performances, Hook isn't in my top ten. It might be my top ten, it's not in my top five. Um, but Dustin Hoffman Might be in my top 10 favorite performers. He is great in everything he's ever in. Mm -hmm. And he He is so good in this. Like, surprisingly good, even if you've seen it before. Mm -hmm. Even if you remember him being good, you watch it again and he is so good. Like, hilarious and captivating and, like, alternatively menacing and really compelling. Yeah, absolutely. I just think he does a great job. He does. And then my other, I agree, the child actors, particularly the two kids, the two uh, uh, Maggie and Jack.
0: Jack. The little girl Maggie, like, all of her lines are delivered, they're a little bit, um, they remind me of Emma Watson in in Harry Potter, in early Harry Potter, where, like, she (laughs) just, like, is clearly being directed to, like, just say your line now, and, like, takes a deep breath and says the line, but... The way she says them is so adorable, and all, every single one of her lines was so familiar to my brain. Like, I could say them along with her. They're just, like, those things that stick with you of, like, he needs a mommy, and daddy, mommy could do it!
1: Come on, daddy, mommy could do it!
0: There was, yeah, she was very adorable.
1: Yeah, I don't think that she stands out for being, like, a fantastically compelling as an actor. No. But I think... As a personality, she was so, uh, adorable is the word, like everything she does, you're just like, I think I might cry. (laughs) She's so adorable. Yeah, exactly. She's great. And then, and Jack, the boy is, you know, famous. I can't remember the actor's name, but he's that famous Famously child actor who didn't go off and become horrible. He was in like five movies and was great in all of them and then stopped being an actor.
0: Yeah, apparently he's a lawyer now. I looked it up. Yeah. Just like... what about? I'm always happy when that happens to child actors,
1: that when they don't go into drugs and sadness. I think of him as like the male Merrill Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see that. Um, so, what about lowlights? What are the...
0: Wait, but there's one more highlight, and that's okay, Ru- Rufio. Rufio!
1: Rufio! Rufio! Rufio. Rufio! 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 Hey! Uh, oh! That is so
0: dangerous. Oh, Rufio. Rufio is great. And I mean, uh, Donnie... Brasco? It's not Brasco, because that's the movie. Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco is <laughs> a movie, <laughs> movie with It's, it's Don- like It's like Donny Basco. Anyway, yeah. he is dante it's not donnie it's dante basco
1: dante basco
0: dante basco is rufio and he is in my favorite and i think your favorite too tv show in the world avatar the last airbender he plays zuko in that and so I, he holds my heart in his hands just because of that other role but he also was a you know he's uh teenager in a world of kids and so when you watch this movie like i did you know as a kid and then as a teen you're like oh he's the cool teen
1: (laughs) and i mean frankly watching it again now he really is incredibly cool and it's partly, you know, they make, give him cool things to do, but it's partly mm-hmm. just he has enormous charisma and he Absolutely. just gets on screen. He does a little smirk and you're like, that is the cool kid for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Yeah. What about Low lights. I don't, I'm, <sighs> Julia Roberts is a great actress, but this is not a good role. She does like, she plays Tinkerbell and... There's been a lot of people to play Tinkerbell throughout the years. And Julia Roberts is probably the worst. And I'm so I, I hate to insult any actor or actress, but there's nothing that she does that's interesting, and it's I think it's the way she was directed and the way she was the way she probably had to do so much of her stuff on a green screen mm-hmm. that it was just like her laughing to herself. Her and like Her role in the plot was very negligible, and then I just did not like the styling of her. Her her hair was weird. Her costume was weird. She randomly turned into a big person, and that's that. Yeah, that's another low light. But uh, I also, what else? I also don't love the ending of Hook. When he gets devoured by the crocodile statue. He
1: gets ambiguously devoured by a statue. Yeah, Devoured by a statue. Did I say devoured?
0: Devoured.
1: I I think I said devoured.
0: Whatever. Yeah, he gets (laughs) eaten. There you go. He gets it by a statue and like, okay, so I guess he gets eaten by a statue so he doesn't have to be killed, even though they had just killed Rufio. But they don't don't want the good guy to kill someone. But then, so he's, so a statue, like, it's just so deus ex machina. Yeah. And I don't really
1: enjoy that. I think in general, it sometimes veers too far toward the saccharine. Mm. Uh, And I was just praising uh, Maggie, the little girl who is the most saccharine part of it. And I forgive her because she's adorable. But in other places, uh,
0: I, I like it less.
1: I agree the ending is DSS Machina and the ending, in general, not just with Hook, but like, they go back and...
0: Yeah, he's magically different. Peter is all a better father now. And like, really? That's just...
1: Anyway, there's there's questions about that. Other than that, most of the lowlights are things that I think we'll want to talk about when we talk about taking this movie too seriously. In terms of the quality of the job that they did, this is a movie that it seems like... It seems like maybe the most fun set I can imagine. Yes. Everyone seems like they're having so much fun. It seems like the, the food fight scene in oh, this movie man. is the you know, platonic ideal of a fun food fight. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: in fact, that's part of the reason why we watch this movie with our kids, is we're joking around at the dinner table one time, and I, you know, jokingly threw fake food at my kid, and then Paul goes, when are we going to watch Hook. <laughs> we that's the the, like scene that everyone remembers or at least we remember from hook when are we gonna watch that with our kids and i was like well let's get it this weekend so i got it from the library and we watched it tonight
1: and it was maybe a little old for our younger daughter
0: it was it's i definitely i often look on a website called common sense media that has really good reviews of kids movies just to give you a good sense of what the, what they're like before you show your kids. And this one did rate it as for age 10 plus. And our kids are eight and eight and six. (laughs) But so, yeah, I think our younger daughter, she wasn't necessarily scared. She was scared at parts, but mostly she was kind of just have trouble focusing. Yeah. And live action things in general,
1: she struggles with because she's into cartoons. Yeah. But, uh, Apart from the quality of the job that they did, how much did you enjoy this movie? And I'll maybe say, like you, Hook has a place in my heart, and I'm nostalgic about it. Mm -hmm. And I I think I... Frankly, I think I enjoyed it more than it deserved. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, it was good, but I think my enjoyment of it was more than how good it was. Uh,
0: Yeah, I'd say that. I think my watching it tonight, as opposed to the... Other times I watched it growing up was less tonight. It was, I didn't feel like I was introducing our kids to like a vital, important yeah. movie. And I didn't really feel like they cared a whole lot about it. That then that kind of dampened my enjoyment of it. Mm-hmm. But nostalgically, I do feel have strong feelings about like, it was a really fun movie to watch nostalgically. And I remember running around in the woods with my, like, cousins or friends or whatever playing Hook.
1: Yeah. Did this movie... Like, how 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 well did you know the cartoon Peter Pan? Did, was Hook your introduction to cinematic Peter Pan?
0: I'm sure I watched the cartoon Peter Pan at some point. I definitely was familiar... Like, yeah, I feel like Hook is so part of what I think of as Peter Pan, which is bizarre because it's not supposed to be. But... I definitely feel like for me and for others in my generation, our generation, Hook is Peter Pan. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a lot of our introduction to, to Peter Pan.
1: Mm-hmm. One thing oh, I forgot to mention in terms of lowlights, just one uh, dialogue element, one recurring thing that drove me, has always driven me crazy and did again, which is I hate the way this movie talks about the Pan as if pan is like a title. Mm, yeah, like, I have the sword. I'm the pan now. You are the pan. I believe you're the. Pa- no, not he's. Not, it's not Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was Batman. Uh... Batman's a title. You're the Batman. Yeah, but there's only Dick one Grayson it's... becomes Batman when well, Bruce Wayne retires. Spoilers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For <laughs> yeah, plenty. I mean, yeah. Okay, that that was a stupid example, but. <laughs>
1: There's been more than one Batman. I know that there's been more because the mantle can be handed on.
0: I know that the mantle of Batman can be handed on, but <laughs> of all examples to pick, that was that was not the best example. No one's, handing on, the, no one's
1: handing on the mantle of Superman. Okay, well, that's like his name. <laughs> Peter Pan is more like Superman. I wish because he can fly. I wish
0: you could see me rolling my eyes right now. The, yes, you're right. The pan pan is like pan flute. It's yeah. he's Peter who plays the pan flute. He's not. Yeah, absolutely. It was... I, I just, the Pan is That's a, a bit of a thing. nitpick, but it... There's also, um, in this movie, it's like, he's gonna fly, he's gonna crow, he's gonna fight. fight. And, like, those three things are, like, these vital three things to Peter Pan. But I don't remember, either in the book or the Disney movie, that being a thing.
1: No. So, that was a bit... Um, in, interesting in the book crowing is a thing because especially mm. the not the play but the book yeah because barry is has this obsession early on in his conception of peter pan that peter pan is part bird that all children are part bird that bird children used to be birds until they become babies right so okay. they're all bird-like mm-hmm so it's probably part of where that's coming from, but yeah. it is weird. I remember being a kid and being like, "What are they talking about with crowing?" Mm-hmm. And my brother being like, "It's just like bangerang. It doesn't mean anything." <laughs> yeah,
0: bangerang. Also, yeah, it's just a thing.
1: So let's talk about taking this movie a yeah. little too seriously. Okay, let's 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 and move
0: on to way way too seriously.
1: Da, da, da. <laughs> um, it was. Was I supposed to chime in? No. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, I want to start with one aspect of The Way Too Seriously that I want to give this movie props for. And that is for, in terms of casting, the Lost Boys, and especially Rufio, in terms of uh, race and representation. Mm -hmm. I can't think... I honestly don't think I can think of even one other example ever... Of a lead character being Asian without that being plot relevant. hmm Rufio is Asian. There is no reason that he needs to be. Yeah. But he is. But he is. And it doesn't, like... That's great.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I,
1: it's Incredibly sad. I can't think of a single other example.
0: I'm sure there are some. But there probably not, are. But, but, but like, not a lot.
1: And then the Lost Boys in general, like, they're...
0: Yeah, there's definitely, it's a, a diverse group of of children. And that's really, I think that's really good in terms of representation and
1: representation for children watching this movie. And we could maybe say, and I think it's fair to say, that sure, you get to have the extras be minorities. Yeah. But Rufio is not an extra. No. And so he get like there is a little bit of sh- of uh criticism to be thrown at the fact that he's not an extra but he's a new made up character you would you can't possibly imagine uh hook or peter pan not being white um and we could uh and i think should say that that's you know there's problems there but i think they do deserve some uh credit in this movie has some credit in my mind for Rufio and I remember watching mm-hmm. it as a kid and not like it wasn't wasn't an issue nope. or a thing or Didn't at all. And that I can imagine if I
0: He's Filipino.
1: He's Filipino. Yep. So you can imagine if you're a Filipino and hey look, there's a Filipino character who's just on screen and is part of the adventure. Yep. And like how often does that happen? Never. Just this one time. Yep. So props for that, says B.
0: Yep. That's good. All of the main actors, though, except for Rufio, who is a main character, but he, you know, let's not get ourselves he's, he's the, he's m- not he's the main least char- of the main characters. He's the least of the main characters. Maybe are all white. Yeah, and it and Peter Pan is a very white story. There are references to Indians, and as we all or hopefully most of us know, the Disney version has some really racist overtones in. It's a portrayal of Aboriginal people.
1: Overtones. Overtones.
0: Like, I don't even, yeah, that's not even the word. It's it's blatantly racist. Yeah. And,
1: uh, and they just sidestep that completely in this movie, which is better than uh, yes. producing it, but worse than. Uh,
0: there is mention, Hook does mention killing Indians. And and there are it's just a few times it's mentioned. Yeah. But mostly they sidestep it. But it's hard to. In in Peter Pan, it's a major plot point in the book, and so it's hard to to get past that because it's frankly it's a little bit of a
1: racist book. A little bit. So I mean that's the thing. And what I was gonna say is they mostly sidestep it, which is better than reproducing it, but is worse than addressing it positively. Yeah. Right? So if you're gonna do Peter Pan, you can just pretend that Indians don't exist, which is better than pretending that they're savages who blush. Who are they are red because they're blushing, like the Disney movie is, but Ugh. is worse than say, I don't know, having Rufio be a First Nations person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or exactly. I don't I don't know.
0: Yeah. Anyway. So that's yeah, that's it has some good it it balances it doesn't balance, but it has two sides of different coins. <laughs> <laughs> <That> ma- this <laughs> metaphor got away from me T- i don't even know where i'm going different coins and different they're coins. on a scale and they're like they're rocking you know, and they're, heads, rocking the they're heavier than tails
1: <laughs> and yeah okay
0: so portrayal of women let's start with maggie smith
1: let's start with maggie smith
0: maggie smith is in this movie maggie smith is luminous and wonderful in everything she does i love her so
1: much let me ask you a question, Jen. Yes. How old was Maggie Smith when this movie was made?
0: See, this movie was made in 1991. So it's, it's now 2017. Maggie Smith, in this movie, she in real life, she was 57 years old. She was not yet 60. And she was playing a 90-year-old.
1: Yeah, but she mentions there's a line of dialogue specifically that says about something that happened 80 years ago. Yeah. When she was ten. When she was ten. Yeah. So, so she's, or
0: approximately. So anyway, yes. She's about ninety years old. She's not even sixty, playing ninety. Maggie Smith now is play is still playing ninety.
1: So she's been playing so ninety. She's been for playing 30 ninety years. for thirty
0: years. And this is what and then Dustin Hoffman when in when this movie came out was fifty four right approximately you never with hollywood it's always unclear what people's actual ages are because people lie about that but <laughs> men men generally don't have to anyway so there you go dustin hoffman not very much younger than he's in his 50s as well and he gets to be he's portrayed as old especially when his wig comes off but he gets to be the main character. He gets to be all these action scenes, these sword fighting scenes, all this stuff. And, and Maggie Smith gets to be a frail old lady because you couldn't have uh, you couldn't have someone that age be anything but an old lady. So, like, can we can make- address what explicitly that yeah. problem is? Is it's it's saying that women are don't have any value when they reach a certain age. When they reach a certain age, they're shipped off to sea. They get to play women. Actresses uh, are completely devoid of their sexuality, devoid of their of their uh, agency and um, any sort of vitality at a certain age. And that age is much extremely younger for women as for men. So So, Dustin Hoffman is allowed to be vital and Maggie Smith is not at all. She just has to play an old lady forever. And she knocks it out of the park every time. We can say
1: she's fantastic at it.
0: But that doesn't mean that it's okay for them to treat her like that.
1: And it's because, right, uh, if the primary value of women is to be objects of sexual desire, Mm -hmm. then as soon as they're too old to be sexually desirable, quote unquote, um... It doesn't matter whether they're fifty or ninety. Yeah, right. Exactly. Too old to be sexually desirable equals old. Yeah, and then that and that's what and that's what's, and behind, that's all what's that. behind
0: all that and that's what is wrong with the world, which is what we're talking about when we take things way too seriously.
1: So, is that the only problem with the depiction of women in this movie, Jan?
0: Not at all. <laughs> this movie has. Very few female characters. Peter Pan in general has very few female characters. It's about the lost boys. There are no girls there. It's about the lost boys. Although,
1: I want to talk... I mean, if we're going to talk about Peter Pan, let's put a pin in that because I think it's important for Peter Pan that the main character of Peter Pan is Wendy.
0: Mm. Yes. But
1: let's come back to that. For now, let's talk about Hook. Let's talk about Hook. So, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Barely. There is
0: one scene where Maggie Smith's character, Wendy, asks her granddaughter Myra, who's married to Peter Pan, she asks her to get her a cup of tea she,
1: she reminds her to warm up the pot She
0: reminds her to warm up the cat warm up the pot when she makes her a cup of tea that is not that is two named female characters talking to each other about something that is not a man unless the teapot is male.
1: <laughs> we should say um." That is correct information. Do warm up a teapot before you make a pot of tea. Oh,
0: yes, definitely. That is, that is the most delicious tea.
1: But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's maybe not the point And that here. is, you know,
0: it, that is where it passes that test. And that doesn't really, I mean, just, just barely. Because there, there are not a lot of female characters. There is Wendy, Moira, her granddaughter, uh, Maggie, her great-granddaughter and tinkerbell. tinkerbell none of them really talk to each other very much maggie it's very interesting maggie and jack the two children and when i think about this movie from watching it as a kid i always felt like well jack's just the main character jack's the main kid yeah. and maggie is his sister and he's trying and peter pan is trying to save jack and when i watched it this time it's true it does focus on both kids But there is a greater focus on Jack, Mm -hmm. and there's a greater focus on Jack as when Peter Pan needs to think of a happy thought, he thinks of Jack being born. He doesn't think of his daughter being born, which is a little odd. He doesn't think of both of his kids, um, which as a parent, um, sorry, both my kids are my happy
1: thoughts. And we can maybe say for economy of storytelling that because that he thinks of his oldest child. Yes. But that's not really an excuse because making the son be the oldest child is a choice that didn't just happen uh, by default. Yes. Um, and I noticed a uh, thing that happens often in fiction jack cares about and thinks about his father maggie is thinking about and caring about her mother mm-hmm. the male child thinks about the male parent the female child thinks about the female parent and maybe yeah. we have two daughters so we haven't tested this out in a vacuum yes but it seems to me like our kids actually love both of us
0: i i assume that they do <laughs> they seem to in the middle of the night they they call me and you go and they don't care so that's good because <laughs> so, I get to sleep.
1: <laughs> sometimes they care.
0: <laughs> um, it's not good in that way. It doesn't, it does well, not. Not have a, a lot good of privilege. female characters. Yeah. Plus, as his, Myra as his wife, gets pretty much the same caring as his kids do. He's like, I want to get back home to my wife and my kids. And he just, like... My wife and kids. My wife and kids, my wife and kids. And this is a common thing in movies and in fiction, is that, like, when a male character has a family, they're all just grouped together as the wife and kids. When, like, when I think about the reality of uh, human relationships, it's not... uh, uh, Husband and wife is not equal to my relationship with my kids. Uh, This is not a portrayal of two equal people having children. This is a portrayal of subservient...
1: Of a man having three family members. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And that... It's not a huge thing in this, but it's a small thing Mm. that it doesn't seem like he cares that he's not with his wife.
1: So Let's talk about the mermaids.
0: Oh, yes, the mermaids. That's a brief and bizarre scene.
1: It's only about 15 seconds of movie time, but Peter Pan accidentally... Peter, uh, still denying that he is Pan... Uh, he is pan <laughs> that he is peter pan uh gets knocked off the pirate ship and into the water and while in the water he's rescued by three mermaids three sexy sexy mermaids three sexy mermaids <laughs> who come along and put air into his lungs by making out with him mm-hmm. and it you know 15 seconds of screen time maybe but that's 14 seconds too long
0: mm-hmm. and it's pure male gaze Pure There's Maltese.
1: no point of it. Like you would accomplish from a storytelling perspective, you would accomplish exactly the same thing by cutting that out completely and having a line of dialogue that says, "There were mermaids." Mhm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And why do you not have that? Because you can have three mermaids wearing seashell bras making out with Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And like and that brings us a little bit back to Peter Pan in general and the portrayal of women in general in Peter Pan, that like all the female, every female character in Peter Pan is in love with Peter.
0: Yes. Even though he's a child,
1: even though he's a child. And there's Freudian reasons for that. And we could unpack a lot, but the mermaids here are, you know, Peter is here. Let's make out with him. He's Mm -hmm. no longer the Freudian reasons have kind of gone away because he doesn't this person. He isn't this character who represents, uh, um, youth mm-hmm. anymore but he still is the object of their sexual desire
0: yep absolutely because
1: he's a uh, male fantasy figure yep um now let what about uh tinkerbell she's what the about? other main female right. character and she's the other one who in all versions of peter pan tinkerbell is always in love with peter mm-hmm. or in desire of peter or however you want to Uh, couch that yeah Definitely has
0: jealousy things with her
1: she generally hates wendy because she desires peter and that's all super freudian um but in this movie how is like how do we want to understand what is going on with tinkerbell in this movie
0: i still don't understand the scene where she gets big and kisses peter it still makes no sense to me whatsoever And it feels like it was just an excuse to have Julia Roberts in a pretty dress kissing Robin Williams.
1: Yeah, it makes very little sense. And when I watched it this time, I haven't noticed in the past, but this time I did, that Julia Roberts uh, is usually wearing this brown pixie outfit why is it brown instead of green i don't know i'm not gonna fixate on it but i don't like it Mm -hmm. but uh anyway she's usually wearing this brown tinkerbell costume and then in one scene she's wearing this poofy white dress because she's welcome home peter and then what i hadn't noticed until this time of watching she's wearing her brown outfit she's wearing her white dress some stuff happens she's wearing her brown outfit again she grows and is wearing her white dress. So I think that when it was conceived, that growing scene should have been back when she was still wearing the white dress. So it makes even less sense because she grows and her clothes change. Whereas if you'd put it back a scene ago, she'd still be in the same clothes that she was wearing when she was small. And there would be at least one aspect of it that would be less insane. Confusing, yeah. As it stands... It makes no sense. None of that section makes sense. The fact that she's in the dress in the first place because it's a, while you're in this dress, it's a welcome home party for you, Peter. And suddenly her demeanor has changed and her, the way she's acting has changed. And it's a lot more like it reminds me of not quite up to this level, but it makes me think of that episode um, in, of Buffy the Vampire Slayer season two, when she was, Bad when she's flirting with Xander and she's like, it's a party. Aren't you going to open your present? Mm. And it's like, it's a party yeah. for you. I'm in a fancy dress for you, Peter. Yeah. And like it comes out of nowhere.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. It just really makes a lot of sense.
1: And then make even less sense. Suddenly she grows. Yeah. If there's any logic, internal logic for why she grows, they don't put it on the page. No. It was cut out Zero. in some draft. Yeah. She just suddenly grows for some reason. Mm -hmm. Basically so she
0: can kiss him. Yeah. Because she's feeling stronger feelings as a big person and then wants to kiss him. And then that's when he remembers that he has a wife. Yeah. It's... Yeah, I don't... Like, it just doesn't make any sense at all. If anyone's out there listening to this and wants to tell us why they think that scene is in there, I would love to hear it because it makes no sense to me.
1: Because it really seems like... Make, it's exactly like the mermaid scene. Mm-hmm. It's so that a beautiful woman can kiss Robin Williams, and that's the entire point of it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it says something about the place of women in this movie.
0: Yeah, they all exist to be... to center around the male character.
1: To desire and be desired by Robin Williams. Yep. Well, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. The other big... Uh, thing in terms of um, identity politics in this movie is that uh, Hook and Smee are playing as a gay couple.
0: Hmm. I never noticed that.
1: And even in interviews, Dustin Hoffman and Bob Hoskins uh, have said, like, Hmm, they played them as a... I think I forget exactly the phrase, but they like, they played them as a couple of old, uh, I think, I think that in the interview they said they played them as a couple of old queens. But (laughs) um, anyway. That's interesting. There's definitely like, uh, it definitely does not take a stretch to see that.
0: No, definitely not. I can really see that as subtext in this for sure.
1: Smee is Hook's assistant but he the way he busies over they, him he even at one point gives him a kiss on the cheek and he like
0: mm, yeah i they treat each other as equals in a way surprisingly like, surprisingly considering smee in other media is not treated as an equal but in this movie hook and smee are are a lot more on equal footing and smee is helping him but not quite in a, in a servanty way in a more devoted yeah, spousal way. I can see that.
1: Yeah. So then the question is, do we want to to do we want to be happy with that, or do we want to uh, criticize the fact that it has to be left as subtext?
0: I think it has to be left as subtext because it's not vital to the plot at all, mm-hmm. nor is it any relationship, any uh, romantic relationship
1: like if they'd left uh if they had left Tinkerbell's love for Peter Pan exactly as subtextual as they left Smee's love for Hook that would have been That better. would have been or Hook's love for Smee whatever both ways that would have been way better way better I think I t- actually really agree with you mm-hmm. I think it's not a problem that this was subtext I think it is a problem that nothing else was Yeah a- absolutely all the other romantic uh really all the other sexual and romantic desires or whatever should have been as subtextual as this one absolutely um and i when i watched it this time uh i think it's actually it takes very very little reading between the lines to see it it it's not like well i guess you can see it yeah. it's like oh yeah
0: yeah absolutely i can see that um Anything else to say about this movie?
1: Well, I was going to talk a little bit about the uh, fact that it's important in Peter Pan that the main character is Wendy, because it's all about, uh, because of the Freudian reasons. Do we want to go into that, or is that too I think off this, the...
0: We're talking about Hook, not Peter Pan, too much. So let's maybe put a pin in that. If someone wants to hear your thoughts, maybe we could do that as a Patreon exclusive.
1: I would just, to tease that, say that my thoughts on that are... That why this is relevant to Hook is some of the psychological significance of Peter Pan as a mythology gets robbed when you don't make the main character a prepubescent girl. Hmm. Yep. So when the main, when Jack is the main child from the real world, some of that psychosexual, uh, symbolic subtext gets flattened out and robbed mm, yeah basically I can see that all right um all right. anything else to add or say about hook
0: not well is it is it oh, yeah. good is it seriously good so what do you think is it good
1: i think it's good i think it's not as good as i remember it being Yep. but uh in some ways i In some ways, Hook stands in my mind in the same sort of category as The Princess Bride. Like, it's a swashbuckling, nostalgic, uh, funny movie. Mm -hmm. And I think it's not as good as The Princess Bride. Uh -uh. I already knew it wasn't as good as The Princess Bride, but I think it doesn't hold up as much as The Princess Bride does, which we also watched fairly recently. So it's pretty good, but not as good as I remember it being.
0: I'll definitely agree with that. It's... uh, Got nostalgic goodness, but I don't think it's. And I think it's fun and good, but not. Uh, yeah, not as good as I remember.
1: I like what you said about watching it with our kids and not thinking like I'm showing them something important that they've really got to understand. Like some yeah. of the movies we watch, I'm like. We're sitting down, and you're watching this movie because this is a movie you need to understand and like. Yeah, I, you don't need to like; you need to understand where this movie is coming from if you're going to be a culturally educated person. Mm-hmm. Star and Wars. I think Star Wars is a great <laughs> example of that. Mm-hmm. I think override. Hook is not. Hook is not. No. Um, is this movie seriously good? No. No, because for
0: all the reasons we said, yeah, it is it is not seriously
1: good. It is. It has some it's, saving. It's moments.
0: seriously medium, maybe, because it does have some saving things that, that are better than other movies. But
1: it's basically overall, seriously good in most ways, except when it comes to gender and sex. Gen- yeah,
0: yeah. Well, gender.
1: gender specifically. Yeah. But the things about gender are so seriously bad that it's seriously bad in terms of gender.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right, so that sums us up on hook. I hope that we got our, our your, we got our hooks into you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> um, I can do puns too.
1: <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter at wtscast. Mm-hmm. You can email us if you have things to say or ask or suggest of another movie to watch or anything like that at. Way to seriously cast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.
0: If you want to support us, uh, leave a rating or review on iTunes. That would be that helps other people find us and helps to get the word out about our great podcast. Five stars or higher are the best kind of rating. <laughs> and to support us even more directly uh, on Patreon, patreon.com slash clockworkscast. And you can pitch in a dollar a month or whatever you can afford to just help us out to make us our uh, our lives a little easier to record these podcasts
1: and there's some fancy extra goodies. extra things and you can you'll be you'll have all the uh, good rewards that money can buy
0: yep absolutely <laughs> some good rewards that money can buy
1: all right okay, so that's about it that's it for us goodbye 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 good. Goodbye! We're (laughs) here! We don't know what's going on!